welcome to this week's edition of Gravel Travel. I'm your host, JJ LaRue. All right, so today we're chatting to Leonard Funk. Funk, is that right? All the way from, from Holland or the Netherlands, depending on how you want to look at it. Leonard, won't you just tell us about yourself and, and who you are and where you are? And, and we want to know everything. How old are you? I'm uh, I'm 24 years old, and um, yeah, I'm uh, I'm an adventurer actually. I I like to do adventures, uh, and I just like to say yes to every every opportunity that crosses my path. And um, yeah, that brought me at the at the point in life where I, where I am right now. And um, yeah, I'm very happy about that. Where do you think your spirit for adventure comes from? I think um, some uh, it, it's a desire of freedom. I think. Like, uh, I really don't like to be cased uh, uh, somewhere in between four walls or just doing the same stuff every day. And I like some variation in my life. And yeah, that's also uh, uh, how the adventure started. Is it something that comes from your dad or your mom? Is it the way that you were, you were being brought up? Is it an idea of exploring? The, 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 like you say, you, want to, you don't want to be trapped. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It definitely comes from my youth. Like my dad, he's also an adventurer. And that's uh, the reason uh, why my dad and my mom divorced when I was really young. Because, um, yeah, my dad uh, just wanted to uh, to go ride motorcycles. And uh, my mom just wanted to, uh, yeah, to have someone around for, uh, for me. And um, so they divorced. And at a certain moment, um, I got this stepdad and he wasn't really nice to me. So um, I didn't feel like home at home. And that was the reason why I always wanted to get out and uh, and just being outside with friends. And yeah, that's a that's a lifestyle that always uh, yeah that always followed me. And I actually I'm actually really happy that this happened and that I'm um, yeah that I'm living this way now. What's quite interesting for me is that you've you also have built your own house, um, and you've chosen to do that to create a nice strong base. For yourself, it's quite admirable for a young guy like you to have the driving force and the and and the willingness to want to do that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's actually uh, that that's a that's a story, and I, I will just start at the beginning. Like uh, uh, like I said, when I was on uh, uh, at high school already, I just I just uh, wanted to be free, and so I didn't like school, and that was the reason why I started working. And when I finished my school, I did finish it in the end. But when I finished it, uh, I didn't uh, I didn't start a study, but I started working. And I thought, yeah, then I just work from nine to five and uh, I, I earn money. And after five, I can do whatever I want, being with friends, uh, uh, buying motorcycles, that kind of stuff. Um, so in the end, I ended up I was 19 years old and then I had a, a house together with my girlfriend and I had a car and motorcycles and uh, pets. And then I realized that working six days a week from nine to five uh, didn't give me the freedom I wanted. So um, I, I quitted everything. I quit my job. I, um, I sold my house. I broke up with my girlfriend and I took my motorcycle and went traveling on my own for the first time. And after a few months, when I came back, uh, a new study started for me in a new city in, um, in the Netherlands. And... Um, because my study started in a week, I decided to just put my tent up in the forest next to school and just go from school, uh, from my tent to school with a motorcycle. So I basically lived in the forest for these three months. 
uh, until the forester found me uh, when winter came and the, the leaves fell off the trees. My track to the tent uh, became visible. And um, yeah, the forester sent me away, so I didn't have a house. And I was looking for a house and I couldn't find one. In the end, I, um, because of that, I started squatting a building. After that, I lived in my camper van. And then, um, then this opportunity came that I could build my own house. And there was actually a, a living or a housing corporation, and they wanted to sponsor me with building it. Um, otherwise, I couldn't afford it myself. So um, they gave me the money to build a house, and I'm now paying it back in rent. And yeah, because um, I don't like to be uh, caged in between four walls, and also I don't need a lot of stuff, I found out during my travels. I decided to design my own house and build it in an extraordinary way. So um, at the base, uh, as a base, I wanted to build a dome because, um, yeah, it gives you, the, it gives you a, a feeling like there's a lot of space and the ceiling from the dome is from glass so that a lot of light falls in. And then underneath the dome, I built it walls so that I also could have a decent kitchen and a bathroom. And so I ended up with the design um, yeah, that I built in the end. Do you think your choices in life right now is unique or is it something that's fairly similar or, or there's, a, there's a pattern of this willingness or wantness to, to want to be free in, in, in your age group? Um, no, I don't see it that much in my age group. I see it, uh, yeah, I do see it like with some people, and, um, uh, but not, not specifically from my age. No, no. For me, it's just a desire, and uh, I, I do have a lot of friends from my age. They, uh, yeah, they they are uh, buying houses and uh, getting married and having children and stuff. And yeah, that's something that uh, for the next coming years, uh, I I I won't do. No. So it's a it's a fairly avant-garde choice in life to do what you do. And what do your friends think about your situation? Um. Yeah. Well. Uh, for me, it, uh, when I see my friends at, at some points, um, yeah, I do like the way they live as well, because for example, a good friend of mine, the other day, he bought a new coffee machine and he was, he was talking about his coffee machine, very enthusiastic for half an hour to me and, and, and with all the, all the things that he could do with it. And at that moment, I really looked up to him that he could be so happy with such a small thing, you know? Um, and I'm also happy with with small things like that, but uh, but different. I just uh, I just like to do experience, to have experiences, and to do extreme things instead of yeah buying a new coffee machine, for example. When we met each other, we talked about um, you talked about life in balance. So you are also busy studying biology um, at university. So tell us a little bit about that and your choice to want to study biology and how that all falls into place with with your life in balance as you see it? Um, yeah, well, I got, um, I've got three passions in life and um, uh, one is traveling, second one is motorcycles and the last one is nature. Um, and I really want to combine these passions um, in, uh, yeah, in my future work. So that's, um, that's why I started to study biology. Um, yeah, it really, um, I think it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing to, um, uh, to help a bit with, with uh, the world becoming a bit better and then especially nature um, or making people aware of nature. And together with traveling and riding a bike, I hope that I can, can do something like that. So I just, 
I just started a YouTube channel where I'm um, posting movies and yeah, that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, what you said about the balance thing in that. Um, so now, now I just came back from a travel from two months and I, um, now I will be over here in the Netherlands for two months working and studying. And then I will, will be traveling for several months. And yeah, this gave me a certain balance of, yeah, having a house, having a home base, having somewhere to go and, and having a certain place where I belong and still can do the adventures and traveling and let everything go and just go with the flow. And yeah, this balance for me is, uh, is really important at the moment. Yeah. It's quite nice though that you have that home base to come back to um, um, when you need it. And also it's nice that you you have the opportunity to then top up your funds so that'll enable you or give you the freedom to go back and travel again. Yes, exactly. So uh, at my uh, latest travel, I was in Croatia. And at a certain moment, I only had uh, 80 euros left on all my bank accounts. And uh, so I was completely out of money. So I decided to uh, buy a, a plane, an airplane ticket and uh, come back to the Netherlands for eight weeks. And yeah, then I got this job offer um, where I'm now chasing weasels through the forest in the, in the night. Um, and I'm doing this for eight weeks. I got an eight-week contract. Um, next to that, I'm renting my house from next week. Um, and I'm going to live in my camper van. And uh, I'm, uh, I get my food out of dumpsters from supermarkets. Um, so I will just live over here like completely um, yeah, in the saving mode, actually. And then, uh, then I will start, start traveling in eight weeks again. Yeah. I, I have to laugh a little bit. It's quite interesting that you, that you would do that to enable you to, to live this life of adventure on a motorcycle. Is, it's a, that important to you? I mean, it must be really important to you to want to do that. Yeah, definitely. And th this is also something I, I learned on, on one of my latest travels as well. Like, um, I uh, I can call myself an adventurer and I realized that, that it is a lifestyle. And that's also why I'm when I'm now back in the Netherlands, I will just keep uh, continue this lifestyle um, so that it won't get yeah boring to me or something. And I, and I do like to watch Netflix sometimes if I if I'm tired or something like that. But yeah, if it if it's like uh, on a daily basis, um, yeah, that's that's just nothing for me. And uh, yeah, wow. So first of all, to to get yourself on the road, you've also built your own motorcycle now, or you took a you took a a KLE five hundred and you made it more capable. Is that what you do? Tell us a little bit about that process. Yeah, well, I. Um, um, when I decided I wanted a, a, a bike where I could travel with, I was looking for, yeah, the perfect, uh, the perfect all-road bike. So a bike where I could do everything with, like riding off-road and also um, uh, riding lovely curvy, curvy roads in the mountains and stuff. And it's really hard to find this perfect bike. It's actually it's not possible. I found out. Uh, but what I could do was, um, um, yeah, was fix my bike in such a way that it that it's perfect for me. Um, that's also why I chose the KLE because um, um, yeah, it's a two-cylinder. So also when I when I'm riding on the um, on the highway, for example, which I in the end I never do actually. But the idea was when I was riding on the highway, it would be comfortable and also yeah, going off-road it's a bit heavier, uh, of course. But 
yeah, on the road, it's a, it's a real good bike as well. Um, yeah, so what I did, I um, I put it a GPZ 500 engine inside, um, so it got a, it got a li- little bit more power. Um, and uh, yeah, I did um, uh, the suspension. I did the suspension. I did some some um, some stuff with the carburetors. Yeah, I, I just tuned it a bit and just in a certain way that it was re- it was perfect for me. What sort of things did you change on the suspension? Uh, well, my rear suspension, uh, I put a, a Wilbur's spring in there, and in the front suspension, I put a Hyperpro Progressive uh, um, springs in. I did realize after I rode the rally that this wasn't enough yet, so I'm now busy with finding uh, just a whole new fork from a KDM or something and uh, put that put that on to make it a bit more off-road, uh, capable for going off-road. And yeah, next to that, I, I shortened the dog bone so that the, the, the bike was a bit higher and I also replaced the seat. Um, I did something with the, um, the flywheel. I put a new flywheel in. And yeah, I actually, it's my the second engine or the third engine that I have in the, in the bike because, um, yeah, I did ride a lot of kilometers with it the last several years. And um, uh, most of the engines I use are old engines because I don't have a lot of money. So all the, yeah, uh, so I just use old stuff and then I fix it until it's, it's done. And then, yeah, I try to find a new one for cheap and yeah, just like to repair stuff and to uh, maintain my bike as well um yeah i think that's a part of the adventure like for me i would never buy um, a brand new bike because it's just um yeah it's it's way more easy traveling and i do like i do like the fact that you're somewhere in the middle of nowhere with no signal and then your bike is broken and you have to fix it with the things you find um yeah and yeah that's just a part of the adventure i think the, the, obviously, the nice thing about the fact that you've you've done a lot of the work on the bike yourself is when you get out into the open, that you know exactly if something goes wrong, where to start looking to fix it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So that's that's um, when I bought this bike. Um, I bought a KLE five hundred uh, for very uh, yeah very cheap, and then um, then I thought, okay, if I want to travel with it. What should I know about this bike? And then I, I realized I should know everything, actually. So I decided um, to find a, a spare bike, a spare Kaylee, um, with a broken engine. And I bought this one as well. And then from one of the bikes, I stripped it completely. I powder-coated the frame. And then from there on, I put it back to, all back together again. And every part I had in my hands, I looked up, like, what kind of part is this? Um, and uh, what is what is it used for, and how can I repair it when it bro- when it breaks? And at this, uh, and in this way, I really got to know my own bike. So this is also what I what I can I want to uh, to go adventure riding with it. And they ask me, yeah, what should I know about the bike? Then I tell them, okay, first thing you do when you have the bike, just take it all apart and then put it back together again, and then you know your bike a little bit. You've also made the choice to to explore rally racing or uh, while you are doing what you're doing it's just a another interesting element to add on to it so you obviously trust the ability of your motorcycle enough to indulge in that 
Um, yes, yes, definitely. Like um, um, during my latest travel, I was uh, I was in Hungary, and there I met Egle, and she does this thing like uh, traveling and rally rally racing together, and she invited me to this rally race. And like I said, I do like to say yes to every opportunity that crosses my path. And so I also decided that I would just go for it. Um, yeah, she, she, uh, she also does it on an adventure bike. And I thought, yeah, my bike will also be capable of that. Um, and I really got to know my bike over there. Like, uh, it's actually not made for rally racing like that. Um, but yeah now i do know what i want to change uh on the bike again like the forks and uh, i do need a better bash plate because my bash plate yeah was completely um wrecked and also some rocks uh hated my uh my oil sump so that was broken as well um so yeah yeah in the end i made it and my bike made it um but it was hard definitely <laughs> Must have been a hell of an adventure. I think I saw somewhere there was a little video of you uh, losing the front end or falling or something happened. I felt so sorry for you when I saw that. <laughs> yes, exactly. But yeah, that's that's what you said. It's it's part of the adventure and the feeling if you succeed in the end and if you if you uh, make the end of the day during a rally. And yeah, it's that's such such an amazing feeling. And um, after that, I was so proud of my bike. And I also decided that I would never uh, sell this bike. And I will definitely try to do more rallies with this bike uh, just because it's not made for rally. And that's, yeah, that's actually what I quite like about it. On your travels, is this, is this something you're looking for specifically? Or do you just take it day by day? And, and, and maybe you can share a typical day with us. What, what do you do and how do you decide where to way to next um well most of the time i do have uh, a certain country in my head that i want to visit um so i'm heading that direction um every morning i pack up my tent and um before i jump on the motorcycle i have a look at the map like where do i want to go what kind of roads do i want to ride for example do i want to ride off-road is there a tet track uh, somewhere near or do i just want to uh, ride curvy roads or if the weather's bad then sometimes i decide to just uh, go on the highway and make some kilometers um, but normally I just take it day by day and I really like to just go with the flow on adventures like this so um, for example um, a few months ago I wanted to go to the Pyrenees and when I was almost there I more had the feeling that I wanted to go to Montenegro so from there on I just took a detour from a thousand kilometers to ride to Montenegro actually yeah so everything can happen, and also if I meet people on the road, and this is this is the uh, this is why I really like to travel alone as well, because then you do meet a lot of beautiful people. Um, but if I meet them and they ask me to have dinner with them or um, to go somewhere with them or even maybe to sleep with them, um, I do like to say yes, and that's that's uh, what I always do on on travels like this, and that yeah, sometimes you end up on. on um, very strange, uh, in very strange situations, and then I'm like, "How did I end up here?" But it's just because of going with the flow. Yeah, it's quite unique. I mean, you at at the age of 24 to to want to do that. It's not something you find often. People this young, or as long as you are currently um, wanting to 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 go out there and do this kind of adventure. Yeah, well, at a certain moment. Um, 
a few years ago, I, car- I carried for my grandfather for several years. And um, uh, at a certain moment, he died. And uh, I always had beautiful conversations with him. And, and he actually, um, he was a very, very wise man. But I, he didn't do school and he never had a, a very high, high educated job or something. But what he did have was a lot of experience in life. And at that moment, I realized, like, um, uh, wisdom is brought by experiences. And that is what I'm going to do. If I, am, if I am old and not capable to ride a bike anymore or to, uh, uh, or to do stuff that I want anymore, I just want to look back and um, would rather say, I wish I hadn't done that than I wish I did do it. Do you, do you, see, do you see yourself doing this f- for a long time to come? Um, I have no idea, and um, yeah, I actually, I don't mind if there, um, I do see myself going to settle maybe somewhere in life, and uh, if that happens, yeah, then it's completely fine with me, uh, but yeah, like you said, like you said, um, uh, when I'm this, um, now that I'm this young and already have quite some experiences with stuff in life, um, yeah, I'm already very happy with having that. In this house, I got a lot more stuff than I can carry on my bike, and And that's what I really like about traveling with my bike. All the stuff that I need, uh, I carry with me and nothing more or nothing less. And and the moment I I come back home, I realize that I actually do do have so many, so much stuff that I actually don't know what to do with it. And the only thing that that it does, it it gives a certain uh, feeling of stress. Um, So, yeah, I do like to live quite minimal and I'm also busy with not bringing any more stuff in the house and uh, rather give stuff away to friends of mine um, than to have more stuff. Leonard, thank you very much. Thank you for, for, for sharing your story with us. Thank you very much. Yeah, I will definitely keep the adventures coming. Thank you very much. Thank you, Leonard. You enjoyed this podcast, right? Would you please consider leaving a short review on Apple? It takes less than 60 seconds and it makes a difference in convincing hard-to-get guests. Remember, we are also available on Outcast, Spotify, Google, and all other major platforms. Thank you for listening.